0: everybody, and welcome to Coach's Corner. So as I head off for maternity leave, but you still have a fresh episode that I just recorded for you coming out on Wednesday. As I head out, I thought that it would be fun if I re-aired the very first episode that I ever recorded for this podcast. It was an introduction episode that aired on October 22nd, 2015. 2015. That means the show is almost seven years old. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who has stuck with me for seven years. And those of you who are new and those of you who are somewhere in between, I just love and appreciate all of you. I haven't even listened to this episode. If I did, I'd probably want to edit it (laughs) and not air parts of it or whatever, because I, well, I hope to God I've grown in the past almost seven years. I know that I have. And I thought it would be fun for you to see where I was seven years ago. And you can probably even feel into the changes, the way I would, would have talked about myself in the past versus now, the way I tell stories then versus now. We're always evolving. We're always evolving. So I'm having a vulnerable moment and going, okay, this is my very first episode that I ever did when I was just a baby podcaster. So you can have a listen to it. And those of you that don't know my story in terms of how I got into what I'm doing, I'm pretty sure that I tell a little bit of that in the episode. So I hope you enjoy it. And as I've talked about, we will have fresh episodes that air during the week. The Coach's Corner will either be re-airing really great episodes, episodes of me on other people's podcasts, or episodes that I have recorded that I just haven't aired for you yet that are more personal. So that's all coming for you. before we dive into this blast from the past, I want to thank my sponsor Organifi. Organifi is my one-stop shop with for everything related to greens and red juice and turmeric gold and immunity boost, I just love all their products. I trust them. I trust their ingredients and they taste really good and are full of nutrition and all kinds of other yummy stuff. So get all of your Organifi products for 20% off. No limits to how many times you can use the 20% off. You can use it on every order. Just go to organifi.comslash over it. And use the promo code over it and get 20% off all your delicious, magical products. All right, without further ado, here we go. Blast from the past, taking you back to October 22nd, 2015. Enjoy, everybody. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm so excited that you're here and you're joining me for the very first episode of Over It and On With It. And since this is the first episode, I wanted to take some time to share with you my Over And On With It story, the reasons why I was so inspired to create this show, what the show is about and how it will serve you. And a little bit about me. So, I'm Christine Hassler, your host. And since 2004, I've been a life coach helping people answer the questions Who am I? What do I want? And how do I get it? I'm a best selling author of three books, the latest being Expectation Hangover, a professional speaker, retreat facilitator, and now a podcast host. And I'm also a yogi, a gym rat, a Texan a daughter, a sister, an auntie, which is one of my favorite roles, a friend, a health nut. I mean, I was doing wheatgrass shots before most people knew what it was, a travel junkie, a lover of kombucha, an addict, spiritual seeker, loved to dance, especially the 80s music, and so much more. You'll get to know me as the show goes on. So those are all roles I play in ways I express myself, but who I really am Is none of those external things. So, who am I? Well, before I answer that question, I invite you to ask yourself the same question Who are you? You're probably used to being asked the question, What do you do? But how often are you asked, Who are you? And how would you answer that? If you're like most people, you would answer the question by the roles you play I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a father, I'm a husband. I'm an accountant, I'm a lawyer, I'm a coach, I'm a Virgo, I'm a Gemini, (laughs) whatever it may be, but that's really not who you are at all. And I think part of the reason that so many of us end up with expectation hangovers, and don't worry, I'm going to define that in a little bit, is because we don't know who we are. So I want to take you through a little exercise to help you get clarity on that question Because this show is going to be full of really practical tips that you can implement into your life to help you grow. So, bringing that question back to mind, who are you? And what I invite you to do now is think about something you love doing, just something that when you do it, time stops. You could do it for hours and hours. And while you're doing it, you're totally present. It can be anything gardening, cooking, shopping, writing dancing. What is it? And that first thing that came to mind, just use that. There are no wrong answers here. Now think about the qualities that come out of you while you're doing that thing. For example, I love playing with my nephews. Love it. Time stops and I could do it forever. And I'm totally present. So does who I am mean I have to go open a daycare center or have kids of my own because I love playing with kids so much? No, we're not looking for the form here. We're looking for the essence. So I look at the qualities that come out of me while I'm playing with my nephews. I'm compassionate. I'm loving. I'm playful. I'm creative. I'm intuitive. I'm nurturing. I'm wise. I'm full of integrity. I'm present. All of those things are who I am. So who are you? Now you can really answer that question and maybe take some time after you listen to this episode to do some journaling about it. Think about what you love to do and the qualities that come out of you while you do that thing, because that is who you are. We live in a world that defines us way too much by external things, and we become achievement and accomplishment addicts And we lose sight and we lose touch with the core of who we are. So in this podcast, I'll be asking you a lot of questions to trigger radical self-reflection and also give you practical direction. You see, I feel truly blessed to have gotten on the personal development path in my early 20s. I've had so many great teachers and life experiences that have given me wisdom that I'm so inspired to share with you. Which brings me to the big why of why I started this podcast. Well, it all started in a meditation. Most of my great ideas come from meditation. I was doing my beginning of the year New Year's ritual where I meditate and I visualize really what I want to create in the next year. And while I was doing my visioning for 2015, inside I heard "Coach coach more, serve even more, coach more, serve even more, coach more, serve even more unclear about exactly what that may look like. I just sat with the insight because I've learned by now not to immediately put form on intuitive guidance. I've learned just to sit with it and let it marinate. And then a few days later, it hit me. I could host a podcast where I actually coach people live on the air. And the insight felt so good. I just felt it in my body. You know, when you get an intuitive hit and it just feels right. And then my mind came in and was like, oh, how and technology and ah, I don't love technology. I mean, I love technology, but I don't love technology sometimes, if you know what I mean. I get intimidated by it would be a better way to say it. But I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to let my mind stop me. I'm not going to let my fear stop me. I will figure this out. And eventually the people and the technology and all the things came into place where I could create a container where I could coach people live. And this idea felt like such a no brainer. I was surprised to learn that there really isn't a podcast like this already out there, which makes it even more exciting. There's so many interview based podcasts out there with amazing content. I listen to them. I love them, but I'm here to do something different. There's something magical that happens when I work one-on-one with someone. It's, it's my zone of genius. We all have fun. And I feel it's how spirit really uses me. Plus, I just, I just love it. And I wanted to be able to connect with more of you and also use it as an opportunity for people listening to experience transformation at the same time. See, when you listen and experience someone else getting coached, you actually can have spontaneous healing and transformation in that moment. When we're listening to someone else, our own defenses are down. So the information goes in even more easily. And the ahas and insights that we can have through listening to someone else be vulnerable and move through an obstacle or challenge are so impactful. I've seen this repeatedly when I've done workshops and events and seminars. Someone is brave and stands up to share in a group and receives coaching and everybody else receives the benefit from it. So as a listener, you will learn so much about yourself and about other people. You know, you may hear someone being coached that may not directly relate to something you're going through, but it may relate to someone you know. You may have a better understanding of your husband or your sister or your friend or your boss because you hear someone else's journey. I also hope this serves a lot of you coaches, counselors, healers, lightworkers out there in terms of gathering some tools in your toolbox. Like I said, I've been blessed to have many tools in my toolbox and I'm so happy to share them with you so that you can go out and do even more of your great work in the world. And the final thing I'll say in terms of my why is that, you know, this is truly a dream come true for me. And I I, I wish I had a camera on my face because you'd see my huge smile for me. This is like a little girl dream for me. You see, as a little girl, my mom always listened to the Dr. Laura Schlesinger show. It was a call and advice talk show. And it was always on in the background, in the kitchen, when we were driving to school. and And because I listened to it so much as a kid. I continued to listen to it through college. And when I first moved out to LA, I think she was on like between noon and two or something. And I'd make sure my errands and and drive time were during that time so I could listen to her. And I didn't always agree with everything that she said. She has some strong opinions, but I loved just the whole concept of a call and advice show. I loved how in five minutes, 10 minutes, someone could have a transformation, have an aha, have an insight. And I always wanted something like that of my own. And here we are. Today, I'm recording this introductory episode of my real life call and advice radio talk show, only it's a podcast because technology has advanced. And I share this with you because I want to be a stand for you going after your dreams. Whatever it is you want to create, there is a way. And that's one of the things the show will inspire you to do to not give up on your dreams. Going after dreams and goals is one of the many topics we'll explore. You'll also hear live coaching sessions with callers like attracting the relationship and career of your dream, life transitions, loss, recovering from a breakup, how to manifest, overcoming things like fear, doubt, insecurity, how to attract more financial abundance in your life. And a topic that will come up a lot is how to heal from and truly leverage your expectation hangovers so you can get over disappointment and on with your dreams. Okay. So if you're new to my work, you're probably wondering, so just what is an expectation hangover? Well, let me define it for you. We have an expectation hangover or rather we suffer from an expectation hangover when one of three things happen. Either the desired result or plan or outcome that we want doesn't happen. Things just don't go according to plan. Or things do go according to plan. They, they do turn out like we wanted or hoped, but we don't have the sense of fulfillment and joy and creativity or whatever we were looking for on the inside. We don't have that. So we are disappointed. Or Life just throws us a total curveball that isn't so desirable. Anything from a parking ticket to getting diagnosed with an illness. So I'm sure everyone out there listening can relate to having an expectation hangover at one point or another. And what I've learned about expectation hangovers and why I'm so passionate about them and Sometimes people ask me, why are you so passionate about disappointment? Well, it's not that I'm passionate about disappointment. I'm passionate about the doorway of opportunity that disappointment often provides. You see, most people that come to me for coaching or that are going to call in for this show, they don't say, oh my gosh, life is just going great. I thought we'd just chat. (laughs) Something has happened or isn't happening that's causing them some suffering. Their reality isn't meeting their expectations and they want freedom from their suffering. And that's really what I'm here to help people do. That's my big mission, helping people free themselves from their suffering so they can live into their full potential. I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, I did not get a manual for how to overcome and heal from my disappointment. I took a year of Texas history, but a class on really understanding my emotions and changing my thoughts and behavior and understanding myself as a spiritual being, having a human experience would have been way more valuable. And hopefully we get that kind of education into our classrooms someday in our lifetime. That's one of my dreams. But since we don't, that's my, one of my jobs is to educate myself and as many people as I can through this podcast. Because I believe, actually, in fact, I know there's a shift in consciousness happening on the planet. More and more people are waking up, you're waking up, or waking up to, wow, there's something deeper that I feel called to do. Maybe I'm not just this three-dimensional being in this kind of human form. Maybe there's more to me. More and more people are opening their minds and their hearts to the concept of spirituality, of oneness, of a greater connection. And it's awesome because we need it. We need it. We need this rise and growth in consciousness. And I'm so thrilled to be a part of it and that you're a part of it. So before I go a little more into why expectation hangovers happen and how we can start to leverage them. I thought I'd tell you a little bit of my story. I'll be telling a lot of stories in this podcast because just like when we're listening to someone else being coached, when we're listening to a story, our defenses are down. We're more in our right brain. And when we hear a story, it can trigger a lot of ahas and a lot of insights. I remember my first coach, Mona, who made a huge impact in my life. And you'll hear more about her in an upcoming episode. She'd always be telling me these random stories. And I'm like, why is she telling me this story? And eventually I learned she was talking to the back of my brain. She was talking to my unconscious mind so that my defenses were down. And so I could really catch the nuggets of wisdom that she was layering in a story. And as you hear someone else's story, like you will mine in a moment, think about your own. We all have stories, a hero or heroine's journey, and we can seek answers in our personal history. Your past influences your present. So understanding it is important. So you have more awareness as to why you made some of the choices you have or why you're dealing with situations, even challenges today. But if you let your past define you or be an excuse for why you don't have the present you desire, co-creating the future of your dreams will be nearly impossible. So a big part of the show will be teaching you how to heal your past so you can change your present and get what you really want. And when you heal your past, Rather than blame it or resent it, it often becomes the inspiration for how you want to make a difference in the world. It certainly did for me. So here's my story. I am definitely no stranger to expectation hangovers. Before the ink on my college diploma was dry, I moved to Los Angeles to pursue my dream of working in the entertainment industry I was driven by a tremendous expectation of myself to be wildly successful to compensate for the insecurity I had since I was a kid. You see, I was bullied and teased and thought I was unlikable. So to compensate for it, I became a massive overachiever, which externally made me very successful. By the ripe old age of 25, I was a full-fledged Hollywood agent I had an office with a view, an assistant who answered my phone, an expense account, big salary, power lunches, industry screenings, private jets going to the Oscars, the Golden Globes. I dated and attended all these cool events with celebrities. I even spent one New Year's Eve with George Clooney. Now, there's a midnight kiss I will never forget. From the outside, it looked like I really had it all. There was just one big problem I was absolutely miserable stressed out, anxious on antidepressants, and really did not feel any sense of fulfillment. Where was the happiness and worthiness I thought all my goals would deliver? Every day I tried to talk myself no liking my job. I felt obligated to stay because I worked so hard to get there, but I dreaded each day. I started getting terrible migraines. I rode up to the elevator to work with knots in my stomach every day and I was irritable all the time. I would snap at a waitress for no reason. To save myself from a total meltdown and others from the bitch I was all of a sudden becoming, I quit. So leaving my prestigious Hollywood career changed my external circumstances, but I still found myself miserable. Burned out and craving a total change in direction, I became a personal trainer. I thought it might be my quote unquote passion. Wrong again. I then had nine different jobs, yes, nine, in two years, constantly searching for something that would make me feel better about myself. During that time, I went into thousands of dollars of debt because I was trying to keep up with my fancy Hollywood lifestyle, got diagnosed with an undiagnosable autoimmune disorder. All of my relationships were strained. And then the icing on the cake is that six months before my wedding, which I thought was sort of like my next chapter, I was going to be a wife and a mother and maybe I had my good career. So I was ready to move on to this next chapter of my life. Well, (laughs) that came to an abrupt end when he dumped me six months before our wedding. So there I was now at 27, heartbroken, in debt, sick, and totally lacking direction, Nothing had turned out the way I expected despite my meticulous planning and overachieving. Major expectation hangover. One pivotal night, I found myself for the first time ever contemplating how I could end my life. I just didn't know what to do and kind of didn't want to be here anymore. It was a terrifying thought, but I felt so incredibly hopeless. And for someone that usually knows what to do, not knowing what to do is really scary. And then something happened that I still to this day have trouble totally remembering and articulating. But seemingly out of nowhere, this wave of unconditional love and compassion flooded over me. Time stopped. My pain was replaced with comfort. I knew that everything indeed was happening for a reason. Unlike the past, when people use that cliche on me, you know, when someone tells you everything's happening for a reason when you're in the midst of a major expectation hangover and you feel like punching them in the face because you're like, I don't know what the reason is. This was different. I felt like I knew it to be true that there was a reason. I didn't know exactly what it was, but I knew there was one. And this feeling of peace and connection only lasted for a bad an instant because my mind came in and tried to figure it out like the mind often does. But the impact of that moment will last a lifetime. And for the first time in my life, I felt like I experienced God and I had an expectation hangover to thank for it. So at that point, I made a promise to myself to dig in, to really look at my life and figure out who I was, what I really wanted and how I was gonna get it. I opened my mind to the possibility that somewhere in the midst of this expectation hangover, there was a blessing. The first blessing revealed itself two days later when I woke up with the idea for my first book, which was called 20-something, 20-everything. It launched my very unexpected career as an author, professional speaker, facilitator, life coach, and spiritual counselor. My biggest expectation hangover was the catalyst for stepping onto a career path that I absolutely love. So now that my quarter-life crisis was behind me, I believed I was well on my way to creating the life I wanted. I mean, I had wrote a self-help book. That must mean I'm there, right? Wrong. So I, I broke free of debt. I healed my relationships. I regained my health. And after years of searching, I found my passion. After recovering from a broken heart, I married a man I loved deeply. My 30s were looking the way I thought they should. I finally had it all. How cute of my ego to think that. Then another expectation hangover began to emerge. Everything I expected to make me happy had manifested, yet I felt a deep sense of longing for something I couldn't define. It was different than the longing I felt in my 20s. It was a thirst that could not be quenched by a job, a man, a paycheck, or a trip to Bali. I've taken four. This expectation hangover had a deeper message for me embarked on a journey of learning how to leverage disappointment, a journey that truly shook me to my core. The most notable fallout of this shakeup was a divorce that catapulted me further into the expectation hangover, which became the most severe I ever experienced. I agonized over whether or not to get divorced so much that I lost half the hair on my head. You see, the body always knows. And when we're not listening to our intuition, the body will find some way to send us the message. And because Like I said earlier, I'm from Texas and hair's a big thing there. And I liked my hair. My ego knew, ooh, maybe her vanity will get the message through. And it did. Even though I didn't want to get divorced, I knew in my heart our marriage had an expiration date. And we'll be talking about how some relationships have expiration dates on this show. When I was going through my divorce, someone said to me, Christine, milk this for all it's worth. That was actually one of the best pieces of advice I received. You know, the thing about expectation hangovers is that it's never just about the issue we're currently facing. It triggers all kinds of juicy stuff from our past that's not yet been resolved. So yes, we want to get over it and on with it, but we don't want to just push it aside to get over it. We want to dig in and ask, what am I learning? What's here for me to heal? So my 30-something expectation hangover included the perceived failure of a marriage, financial insecurity, and having no children despite hearing the loud tick-tock of my biological clock. But I milked it for all it was worth. While grieving the demise of my marriage, I dived back into work at an accelerated speed. I sold the home I had renovated with my husband and moved into a place of my own all while showing up for people as a coach and inspirational speaker, which was not easy in the midst of everything that was going on. I was dealing with shame, you know, shame I had about my quote unquote failed marriage and had to quiet the who am I to give advice when my own life is not turning out like I planned judgments. What I realized is I'm one of the best people to be teaching about how to get over it and on with it because I learned how to move through each one of my expectation hangovers and walk through those doorways of transformation that were opening all around me. What I want to emphasize right now is that even the things that feel absolutely miserable are in service to our growth, learning, and healing. The cure to any expectation hangover is not to figure out another way to get what we thought we wanted, but rather to move out of our own way to see what we really need. The Rolling Stones had it right. We can't always get what we want, but we get what we need. So there you have it a little bit about my own expectation hangovers and why I'm so passionate about helping you get over it and on with it. And a little word about the word passion. So many people say, I wanna find my passion. I wanna find my passion. I wanna find my passion. Well, do you know that the actual original definition of the word passion is suffering? comes from the passion of the Christ. And over the years or centuries, I should say, we've evolved the word passion passion from suffering to something we love. And I think that's awesome because if you think about it, so many of the people who are doing things they love, it came from their suffering. I'm a prime example of that. It was from my challenges, from my expectation hangovers, from my suffering that was the catalyst for what I do today, what I'm so passionate about. So think about how your suffering could be the catalyst for your passion. And your expectation hangover can be the very thing that leads you there. What I know for sure about expectation hangovers from what I learned about my own and helping thousands of people work through theirs is that there are five key valuable lessons they're here to teach all of us. Number one they illuminate that we all put a lot of expectation on ourselves. Yes, there's expectations from others and society and all that, but the biggest pressure cooker when it comes to expectation is ourselves. And they show us really how hard on ourselves we truly are. Next, they teach us that we don't have control. I know that you love control. We're all addicted to control. We like to know, we like certainty. We love, love, love control and being in the know. And we don't know. We go to a psychic who can tell us. But control is an illusion and it's the master addiction. And yes, we have influence. We have free will, but we don't have complete control. And there's nothing like an expectation hangover with one of those curveballs to come along and remind you of that fact. Next, they push us right out of our comfort zone. There's no growth in our comfort zone. Your comfort zone is only comfortable because it's familiar, not because it's for your highest good. You will never really live into your full potential if you stay in your comfort zone. And next, they teach us to live inside out versus outside in. We all are looking for that thing, that person, whatever it is out there to make us feel something better inside. But it ain't out there. We have to reorient from an outside-in life to an inside-out. And finally, expectation hangovers teach us to move out of a victim mentality. So many of us kind of live in a, why is this happening to me? And we disempower ourselves and think we're victims of life rather than co-creators of our own reality. So the amazing things that happen as you start to really heal and leverage your expectation hangovers is that instead of putting so much pressure and expectation on yourself, you learn self-love. Instead of gripping so hard to life and attempting to control, you learn the beauty of surrender and the power of surrender. Instead of just being all comfy cozy in your comfort zone, you start to take risks and live the life of your dreams, maybe even beyond your wildest dreams. Instead of looking for fulfillment out there, you start to feel a deep connection and fulfillment within. And instead of being a victim of your life, you become a seeker. You stop asking, why is this happening? And you start asking, what am I learning? And you adopt a growth mindset to life. And so as you listen to this podcast and all the calls and all the coaching sessions, I encourage you to keep a growth mindset to continually be asking, what am I learning? How can I stretch myself? How can I perceive this situation differently? Because the spiritual definition of a miracle is a change in perception. And I want to tell you, this podcast will be a mix of both practical and spiritual information. I'm very practical. I'm a Virgo. I'm very organized. I like structure and discipline in my life, but I'm also a total seeker. I love the woo-woo stuff, (laughs) anything from chakras to crystals to archangels. I love it all. I am not here to project any of my belief systems onto you. I'm just asking you to have an open mind and an open heart. I will use words like God, spirit, universe, source, divine, but insert whatever word works for you in those circumstances. What we'll also be doing on this podcast is creating a safe space for vulnerability Now I've already recorded about 20 life coaching sessions and I am so inspired and deeply moved by the vulnerability of the callers. You all are in for a real treat. I mean, people really have opened up and these calls are gonna serve you. And vulnerability is powerful. It is not weak. When we show up vulnerable, it doesn't mean we have to air all our dirty laundry and just share all our weaknesses. It's just about being authentic. It's just about being real. And that's how we really create connection, is being real, being authentic, dropping the masks. Live your life as the fullest, most authentic expression of you, and you will have no regrets. And whatever you are working on to get over and on with, I am here to support you. I don't want you to resort to expectation, hangover, coping strategies that don't work, like, over-drinking, overeating, over-dating, over-internetting, or suppressing your feelings and pretending to be strong, or doing a spiritual bypass, or, or working too much, or working out too much, or whatever else your coping strategies will be, I'm here to support you in truly getting out of your own way so you can be who you are, have what you want, and make the impact you are here to make. So write to me. You can go to christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's where you can submit yourself for a coaching session. The structure of every show is I'll introduce the show. I'll, I'll maybe tell a story, talk about the topic, give you some ideas to consider as you listen to the coaching call. Then I'll play the live coaching call of me going back and forth with someone live. And then I'll come back on after the show and give you some takeaways and assignments that you can implement into your own life. There's also going to be show notes because I know that you'll want to take notes on the content, but when you're listening, I don't want you to feel like you have to scribble a lot of things down. So all the show notes will also be on christinehasslercom slash podcast. And I love your support. So please subscribe to the show by clicking subscribe on iTunes, write a review and rate the show. It really helps the show get traction and momentum. And please share it with anyone that you think it will serve. I am totally committed to serving you. I'm just so giddy with excitement to be here. I am a stand for you. You can change. You can create what you desire. I absolutely 100% believe in you, but it does take doing some of the work and it doesn't have to be hard work, but just a deeper understanding of yourself and putting actions into place to create behavior. And that's what I'm here to offer you. You can also find me on social media. It's Christine Hassler on Instagram and Facebook, and my name's a little too long for Twitter. So it's Christine without the E, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-H-A-S-S-L-E-R. That's me on Twitter. And you can use the hashtag over it and on with it. So before I sign off of this introductory episode, I want to read something to you that I wrote a couple years ago. And I want to share it because in so many ways it describes my philosophy and the approach that I'll be taking with people on the show. And hopefully it'll give you a little more insight into you. It's a story about you. When you were born, you were aware of these truths. You are whole and complete. There is absolutely nothing wrong with you. You are worthy and deserving. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. You can trust the universe. All there is and all that matters is love. You are love. And then you got older and things happened and you started to forget the truth. You started moving out of the awareness of love and into fear, doubt, and judgment. Someone told you that you did something wrong and you started to believe that something is wrong with you. Someone in your life left or wasn't really there for you and you began to question whether or not you're lovable. You saw or heard people yelling at each other and you got scared. You got yelled at for something you said and you decided it was better to stop speaking your truth. You got hurt or saw someone get hurt and you stopped trusting. Your heart got broken, so you thought it'd be safer to build walls around it. You began to doubt love. People called you a mean name and you believed them. And now you call yourself that. People said your dreams were impossible and you believe them. And now you don't dream anymore. You got left out. You felt isolated or separate. Now you feel like you're living on the sidelines of life because you mistakenly believe that that's where you belong. You experience rejection, now you're afraid to go after what you want. You began to believe that you're alone and you have to do it all on your own. Perhaps you've even concluded that asking for help is weak. Maybe you didn't do as well as something you wanted and judged yourself as a failure. Some label or diagnosis got thrown on you and you started to confuse it for who you are. You looked at other people and thought they were smarter, more attractive and better in some way and now you work hard to make yourself more like others. Not only did you stop liking you, you stopped being you. You got disappointed and stopped believing in magic and miracles. Life felt unfair and you questioned God. You began to look to the outside world for validation and forgot that your worth has nothing to do with what you do, what you have, or who you're with. As time has gone on, you've gotten farther and farther from the truth and you know it. You feel an inner call to stop believing the lies. There's a sense of urgency emerging. It is time to start remembering the truth. And here it is. You didn't do anything wrong. You are not broken. There is nothing you need to do or be in order to be loved. You are safe. It is safe to trust. You are not alone. There is no one any better or worse than you. You are uniquely you and you are absolutely perfect at being you. You belong. You are worthy and deserving. You are not what you have been labeled as. People were mean to you because they didn't know any better. People leaving or not being there for you had nothing to do with you. It is not weak to ask for help. Support is available to you. You are not alone and you've never been. It's impossible for your heart to truly break. It is unbreakable and full of unconditional love and compassion. Everything in your life that you've experienced is for your learning and growth. Stop asking, why did this happen? And start asking, what can I learn from what's happened? Trust that all those times you didn't get what you wanted, you got what you truly needed. I am sorry that the people you wanted to hear I'm sorry from did not say it to you. You can forgive even what you think is unforgivable. Forgiveness is not about condoning what happened. It's about your freedom. As soon as you truly accept yourself, your feel of rejection will vaporize. You have never really failed. You've always done the best you could. Seriously. The universe is for you. Are you for you? And you don't need to learn how to love yourself. You already know. Love is your essence. You've just forgotten that truth. Activate your memory by reducing the time and energy you spend on thoughts and actions that reinforce your forgetfulness. Stop expecting anything or anyone else to do it for you. There is nothing you have to find. Simply recognize what is already there. Your purpose in life is not to do something grand or achieve some goal. Your purpose in life is to return to where you began. Love. A loving reminder from my heart. To yours. So I'm looking forward to having you join me on our first episode where I coach a wonderful woman named Annika and we dive deeper into the question of who am I and what am I here to do? Sending you much love and many blessings and looking forward to sharing this journey with you. Thank you so, so much for your support and being part of this community. And thank you for being a light worker and supporting me in the mission of lifting the consciousness of the planet. Can't wait to get over it and on with it with all of you.